And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Put your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, Alexander, Toss Me Rock, Tosopolis, DJ Nikki, Snacks, Kreider. 1090, mightier NBA. Been a lot of fun. Nick, you got some quick hitters for us in basketball? I do. But before we get to the quick hitters, I just really want to quickly let people know that if they want to get involved in a March Madness bracket challenge this year, because that's right around the corner, that we're putting one on with our good friends at Bomani, Cold Brew, uh, the Victorian Bar in Santa Monica, and the Martin Group. Um, Free to enter. They're giving away a free table if you like going to bars and getting free stuff. Uh, go ahead. A free and table at the Victorian. Free table at the Victorian. Wow, that's a hot commodity. Up to a thousand dollars, and we're also adding an additional thousand dollar cash prize to the winner as well. And there's also prizes for second, third, and fourth. So we won't bore you with the details, but mm. go to our Instagram, the charity.stripe. Go to the link in the bio. Sign up on Run Your Pool. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's free. Yeah, so here's the quick hitters. Yeah. Brought great. to you by our bracket. Nice, Nick. <laughs> NBA Jam Quick Hitters Edition. All right, first question for you guys. What's the biggest what if this season in the NBA? Biggest what if in the NBA this season? Uh, our president of Believe, EW, walking through. The biggest what if. What if EW got the suit up for the Knicks? Um, biggest what if in the NBA this season? got to be the Zion injury again like hmm. if Zion was fully healthy with this Pelicans team are they right there with the Nuggets contending at the top of the West like that to me is like they were they were I think they were in first when he was playing at, at, at points and you know I look at this team and they're not complete without him on the defensive side and the offensive side like he they really need him to take and nothing against McCollum or Brandon Ingram both are just really great players and the rest of the team is you know super sound but to me if they had Zion Williamson like it would be it would take them to that upper echelon of contenders like they could actually go for an NBA title the rest of the team yeah that's been put together they've done an excellent job of putting this team together I mean guys like Trey Murphy who has become a really nice three and D guy yeah I'm city. Herb Jones, who we were lucky enough to interview before he got drafted. Great defensive player. Yeah, high character guy. I think Valentinus, we all love, love talking Jackson to him. Jackson Hayes. Really, really deep team. Alvarado, like, they, they have a lot of guys. Um, Najee, yeah. who's really turned into, to, into something for oh, them. Yeah, like, totally. They have a bevy of dudes that you can just run out there. Uh, so it's a, that's, that's for sure. That's a, a major shame. Um, what about if... What about if... Kevin Durant hadn't gotten hurt for the Nets. Is there any scenario where the Nets still have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on their team? Mm, I'd say no, just because Kyrie was already going through issues with the organization regardless of Kevin Durant. So what if they had if they had decided that they were going to re-sign Kyrie during the season? They had, re- they had extended his contract. So what if he doesn't get hurt? And what if ex- the Nets still have Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant? I mean, they're contending for sure, for sure contending. And the, I mean, they're the the top four. And the Suns don't have Kevin Durant, and they're so not. They're less of a contender. Sure. I mean, last night they proved it against the Thunder that they don't like. They obviously can use him. 
who can't, but they don't necessarily need to smack teams. Sure. But it's Devin Booker. Yeah, but it's it's the Thunder. And yeah, and Booker got hurt earlier this season. And it's the Thunder. The Thunder are good. They're like fine. They're a competitive team. They're a competitive team. Night in, night out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Not an easy win. And we don't see, you know, a guy that could potentially become an all-star next season, Mikhail Bridges. I mean, that's a yeah. He already has, I think. What we say, he might be. He like is. This could be like, oh, you get your own team, like you're a superstar. He had five thirty-point games in a row. Five thirty-point games total when he was on the Suns. A guy who's an absolute Iron Man. He missed. He misses barely any games that he plays. Um, he's Why? Like Why the, would he do that? He's got to rest for load management. No, he's like the Kavan. He's like the Kavan Looney of young, basically, <laughs> and. Um, now he already has 10 30-plus point games with, with the Nets. So it's pretty speaking impressive. Of, speaking of injuries and what-ifs, if every team in the NBA this year is fully healthy, who would be in the finals? With the rosters now, right? With the rosters now, yeah. Okay. Can't We can't say, like, the Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I, I, think my e- I think my East pick is... Not changing Celtics. based off of health. No, I think it's the Bucks. I'm with him, sadly. Um, I just like Tatum. Just sometimes, like you saw it in the Knicks game. Like he just doesn't take good possession sometimes <clears throat> late in games. Like it kills me. Like he took a couple bad threes. Where you can find other, there's guys on the court. I, again, if we had Rob Will in that game against the Knicks, then maybe Mitchell Robinson doesn't get so dominant with with in rebounding and overtime and, and the end of the fourth quarter. And maybe IQ isn't getting to the basket so quickly, and we have an anchor on the inside, you know, interior presence. Like, dude, he's getting the floaters, finger rolls, like you know, like he's like flying. He breaks his guy all of a sudden. We're st- yeah, a career we high. He was unstoppable. He literally got stood at one point, like all around the perimeter. Like, whoa, like how that happened? And like, dude, like it's overtime. It's been happening all game. Rob will, you know, like amends that. But at the same time, like they have the ultimate X factor. They have the best player in the world, the Bucks. So I would go with them. And I'd probably go. I, I still, I'd also like to say that I still don't think Chris Middleton's fully healthy. He still doesn't look like he did like peak version of himself last year or two years ago. He's got Kyle Lowry syndrome right now. Like they're just like well, Kyle Lowry can't even he can't even crack the rotation for the over the, the heat head. right oh, now. Yeah, they kind of like shell of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, West Western Conference. Um, I can't say the Nuggets. I can't either. I mean, until we see them get there, get there. Yeah, yeah. I would honestly, if the rosters right now everyone's fully healthy, I would go Suns, Warriors, Lakers. I don't disagree. To me, like the Lakers, like uh, they rooked. The, I don't know how they got the roster they did with what assets they didn't have. Yeah, before the trade deadline, Lebr- like LeBron, they were four and one since the deadline with LeBron. Like this team, like this, they're a juggernaut with AD. It look at the end of the day, if they're fully healthy, the Lakers, they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And Russell's only played like one game for them, maybe two. D'Angelo Russell, I'm fan. I mean, they have a team. They have a deep team. Like, you started listing guys in New Orleans. Like, they are just as deep at this point with this roster. So, I would throw them in there. And obviously, it's crazy they, how quickly things change in one season. Yeah. It's, it's bananas. I mean, and, they were dead to rights at the beginning of the season. Yeah. They were not even, people didn't even think they were going to be a playing team. They weren't going to be. They were two and 10. Two and 10. Um, Clippers is like my four. They're to me just like, keep blowing games. It's just like weird. I don't get at it. At the wrong time. 
I don't know if Kawhi is as good as he used to be. Oh, he had a, an absolute jam on Jakob Pertl last night. He still he still got it. But that's no, not but that's like, like a top. That's the, is he a top seven guy still? I don't. I don't even think anyone even considers him in their top ten list like ever because he's just never healthy enough to like really he just, be in like, that consideration. Ghost, dude. Yeah, I, I I agree with you on that list though. Um, I mean the the Grizzlies are interesting. Like, if not none of that stuff had happened with Ja, if Brandon Clark was still healthy, like it's a shame because I really wanted to see how far this team could have gotten this this year. I mean, this could have been a, I wouldn't have been surprised if they got to the Western conference finals. No, but like, they're not like now I, would, I, I would be shocked. It's not happening this year. They, they need another, like if they had like somehow like a Bradley Beal or had they gotten McCollum on that team? I mean, well, I know they have Bane. I know they have Brooks, but like I, to me, if they had Brooks is whatever, it, fine. If they had, if they had like one other guy that can take over the game, I'm interested. Okay, so if if the Clippers have two, the Mavs have two, the Celtics have two, the Bucks honestly, the Bucks have two. Yeah, with Drew Holiday. Like Hi, the, hypothetically, the hypothetically, if they give Jaw, which I don't think they will, because there's no, there's it doesn't seem like there's going to be substantial enough evidence um, to give him the same suspension that Gilbert Arenas got, which was 50 games. Um, but if hypothetically he did. I'd be interested to see what kind of step forward Jaron Jackson could take. And even if Jaw does come back. Like offensively? Yeah. Like, can he get to... He's an all-star this year. Well, he's averaging three blocks a game. But he's averaging less than 20 points. Can can he become like a 23 points per game score? That's like, a, that's like an MVP. Can he become like a, a number two go-to guy offensively for this this Grizzlies team? If he's like that, if he's, if he's averaging 23 points per game, you're talking about him with some of the best bigs. Yeah, in the league, well, getting nearing it. Talking about impressive players, you just give me three guys who most impressed you this season. Number one, I'll say Shea Gilly. Yeah, I, he's up there for me too. He's first of all, he's averaging thirty plus, and he can't hit a three. <laughs> he doesn't even try to. The guy has no three point game. It takes less than three threes a game. Also, I hit your free throws because they're free. Absolutely lights out from the line. I would say I'm I'm with it's, it's kind of wild though like for a guy to average 30 plus and basically just be like hey defender and team as a defense like I'm just going to drive every time and try and stop me and they still can't really do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say him I've alluded to him a second ago Drew Holiday really impressed me. He's a guy he's that been excellent gets this year. Excellent all-star like there's times where Giannis has not been in the lineup and he's like, you know, that he's carried this team and and Middleton like you're saying is like not been at full health and he's completely stepped up. I'd say Drew Holiday is probably my number 2. He's like really cementing himself in this league as like guys I am an all-star and quite frankly, you know, you're going to remember my name in the lore of the Bucks. If the Bucks win two with him, like it's a pretty big deal. Uh you want to throw anybody out there before you I mean, obviously third? both Brunson and Randall have been tremendous this season. Great. Um, I, I'm, I've never been critical of Brunson, but you've been I, critical of Randall. I have been critical of Randall. Who's and his dunked on you? No, I, I threw him a noob. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, he definitely dunked on some of my teammates though. Dunked on a lot of guys in high school. He has shown like a maturation. I think I still don't necessarily like trust the way that he goes about getting buckets like in, in clutch time. Cause I think a lot of times he ends up just like doing dribbling the the air out of the ball and then shooting like mm, yeah yeah i see that um but he's 
so physical and he's such a presence, you know, he's six, nine and he's built like a house. Like he's huge. Like he's just a, he's a problem um, to deal with defensively, especially when he, when he drives to the rack. There's so many guys on that Knicks team that you could, you know, mention just in guys that have impressed this year, Josh Hart. Like we've always talked about as a guy we really liked a lot. It's a little fresh over there, but yeah. Yeah. It's new, it's new but he's, he's a guy that's now been on four different NBA teams. Lake show, Pels, Blazers, and the Knicks. And he's been a contributor for a lot of guys that would take them in the opposite direction and make it really, really difficult to make any sort of impact on a team. But he's a journeyman who's actually like doing, doing a great thing. So all three Knicks. No, I just, that team team in general, um, Anthony Simons. Great. He's a 24 points per game guy now. Mm -hmm. And I think he's like already scoring as efficiently as CJ McCollum was. Yeah. I'll take my favorite player. That's not a Celtic in the league. Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton's been awesome. I want to throw one out there just because yeah. I, I know you guys are talking about guys who are like surprising that have made the jump forward, but like the fact that Jokic is, yeah, about the three peat here. Yes, it's, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's a, you know, we're talking about guys like jumping forward, but he probably probably the most impressive is Jokic that yeah. he continues to raise. Like, then it's no knock. I mean, the, the huge debate on like first take was Embiid versus Jokic. Kendrick Perkins like getting absolute body. I, and I don't JJ. think it's a guarantee that he's going to win. I don't think it's a guarantee, but I think like Jokic, like as much as these other guys are stepping up their game, Jokic continues to do so right. as well. He's averaging a triple double. Staying on this theme though, who are three guys who are not all stars this season but can be all stars next season? Well, this is a guy that I didn't get to mention, an impressive players, but a guy that's impressed me a lot, and I think a lot of people in the NBA, a guy that Josh really liked when he was drafted. Um, if Harden gets moved, there's a lot of rumors of Harden getting moved to the Rockets. Tyrese Maxey becomes the second-best player on the, the Sixers, and I would expect him probably to be an all-star next season. Maxey? Yeah. Love Maxey. Love that. Oh, the Kentucky guy. That, can, that Kentucky Duo. He he might do it even if James Harden stays on the Sixers, but yeah. I, um, but so if he gets that opportunity to then you know mm-hmm. Harden's averaging like eighteen points, that you know, nine of those points go to Max, and he's a cl- he's a close to he's an upper twenties points per game guy, like, and he's pretty he's relatively efficient. Um, it's tough not to not to say that he couldn't get there next season. Max is a good pick. Two guys for me that are locks. I would say if they're healthy to like really have a shot at jumping in there. Boncaro. Yeah, Paolo. Yeah. Mikael Bridges, you mentioned him. Like, if he's that guy from the Nets next year, like, I see no reason as to why he can't be an All Star. Yeah. And you mentioned the Rockets. The third guy I'll throw out is Jalen Green. If he really like, if he takes it, he's like twenty one set point seven right now, which he can. I think if he takes it up to twenty five points per game, it's gonna be tough. And they he's start, been really good post All Star. They break. start winning games. I still don't necessarily think he's their best player though. Shangun is so good. Alperin's their best player. I he mean, might be. He could be. He could also like I've seen like you know advanced stats and like he could be that like that that big man that takes that next step. I'm not saying like Giannis or Jokic, but he can be like all of a sudden that upper like echelon of big men as well. So I mean that's an interesting pick. Not yeah. that you're then not not forcing your pick, but like that's an interesting take that he's their best player. Um, but those are my three. Yeah, I'm trying to think of of any other guys i mean we didn't mention the the kings but i think they just deserve to be mentioned as far as as far as like teams that have impressed and players that have impressed um the sabonis fox combo is legit yeah it's very legit sabonis is a he's a top top three top four center in the nba i mean cat hasn't been healthy sure 
So you've got you consider Giannis the center, right? So he's and if you don't, fine, yeah. then he's out of there. But Jokic and Bede, and then you've basically got Bam and Sabonis, who are right there next to those guys. Neck and neck. That's fair. Yeah. Well, on that, most surprising team this season, most disappointing Great segues, dude. Uh, most surprising? Probably the Kings, right? To be, at the, to, be at the, to be at the two seed right now? Yeah, it's crazy. I thought, as, they, I thought they were going to be good, though. I did, too. I took their over. Yeah. Most surprising team? And most disappointing. I mean, so I, I won't I'll say like the, the Knicks are probably the most surprising team for me. Before they lost that game to the Hornets. Nuggets. Before they lost that game to the Hornets, the Knicks, people were saying, you know, that they obviously were the hottest team in the NBA. They've nine won in nine in a row. That's who you're going to lose your tenth in a row to, the Hornets without LaMelo. Yeah, but of course that happens then. Yeah. Um, the Nuggets, you're that surprised by? I'm just surprised. That I'm surprised. Didn't we think that, like, at full health, that this is a team that should always be a top three seed in the Western Conference, though? But not best team in the NBA good. They might be the best team in the NBA by the end of the season. I can't. Pleasantly surprised. I can't be surprised because, like. They have the MVP. And they were there before Murray and Porter Jr. got yeah, hurt. Think of another one then. And also, they, I like, there is this just bias to that team until they. I'll actually with, do something in the playoffs. I'll go with the Knicks, too. Disappointing. It, to me, you could flip a coin between the Bulls and the Hawks. Honestly, the Hawks. They've fired their coach. They made a massive move for DeJounte Murray, and like, this has just not worked out. I mean, you got to throw the Nets in there as well. Just how they, just start, how they started this season and how <laughs> they're at right now. Yeah. I mean, they're a top six seed in the East right now. Like They're in the playoffs. Yeah, they're not going to They're not going to win it. No. I mean, you start the year with Katie and Kyrie Irving. You got to think you're. I will be impressed though if this team, after trading KD and Kyrie, still makes the playoffs. Like I'm still impressed by that. They were they had such they had a lead though. Oh yeah, they like they were like ten games over five hundred when they traded both those guys, which just makes it even more head scratching. Yeah, but uh, obviously I understand why. Um, impressive from the Cavs being a top four seed, um, for sure. Meh. Adding Don in the Mitchell definitely helps. Like you should be a top four seed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like but they're but they're like, but they're right there. I mean, they could easily end up. They're not going to catch the Celtics, but they could. I mean, they could. They could catch, definitely. Let them, they could catch Philly. Let them catch Philly first. They could catch Philly. Where are they? Where are they at behind Philly? They're, they're two and a half games back. Okay, I've got one more question for you guys. Yes. Which matchup would be the biggest snooze fest in the finals? And which matchup would be the most exciting in the finals? Ooh, really good. Biggest snooze fest in the finals. Like of like the teams that could foreseeably actually make it. And we're not talking like, all right, like the magic, you know. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, snooze fest. Like, like who do you not want to see play against each other? And who do you want to see play against each other? I mean, I'm going to be, I, I could, I do not want the Cavs or the Knicks to make the finals. What? You don't want the Knicks to make the finals? No. Bad. Take. That'd be awesome. For just As New York in general? Just New York. would be awesome for basketball. Yeah, but I don't think finals. that I, it's so more. It's like it's Knicks more, No, it has more, for, <laughs> it more has to do with like the guys that are on their team. Okay. Like, oh, it's like not exciting. You think they're going to get I think you got to look at the whole big picture. Okay. I'll say. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle as the, the biggest stars on one of the teams is not necessarily what you want. I will then say to me the most exciting. You're going to take that over Jason Tatum and Bede or or Giannis. Like all three of those are more exciting opportunities to watch from like just a broad basketball fan. 
I would say two Sixers Nuggets. So the real because if we're gonna do this Embiid Jokic thing, I want to see it. Great, and, and then we be, already know who gets the award, and then they're playing against each other. Like that's 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 fun. exciting. Yeah, I would yeah. say Bucks Suns. Like let them get another shot with KD, and if Giannis beats them again, yeah, yeah. And boring, boring. Well, uh, I mean, a rematch of the Warriors Celtics, I think, would also be really exciting. That'd be fun. Yeah, I think so too. Boring. I, I mean, Kings Cavs would kind of be a snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> no one's watching that. Sacramento and Cleveland. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a tough I, honestly, like, like the Heat. Like the Heat and because like the Heat could do that. They're the only one that's like not a top six seed where I feel like uh, they could get hot at the right time. They've got one of the best coaches in the NBA. I'm out on them. That would be lame. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. would not be. I would not be excited about that. The Kings Cavs, I think, is fair. Yeah. Uh, well, it's great. Great quick hitters. Uh, the great one to end it with. Uh, we'll s- hopefully it's not a snooze fest <laughs> in the NBA Finals. Fans out there, drag both feet inbounds. So I'm going to full count with that puck at that putt at your PKs because they free and free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. That they are. We out. We love you. Mm-hmm.